This is the Ask Dr. Jill podcast, where Dr. Jill Wagner will have conversations and discussions designed to take the mystery out of medicine. Your next appointment toward living a healthier life begins right now. Hello again, everyone. Dr. Jill here. Thanks for taking time today to invest in your own health and healing. I've practiced medicine in the Dallas area for nearly three decades. If you would like to be a part of my practice, we'd love to have you. Contact information will be provided later in the podcast and also in the show notes. But for now, let's jump right into our content for this episode of Ask Dr. Jill. So today... I have my very first Ask Dr. Jill guest. It is a young woman who has parentage that is amazing. It's my (laughs) daughter. It's my daughter, my oldest daughter, uh, Jillian Jones, now Mitchell. She just got married recently, guys. So she is here. She is my administrative assistant, my firsthand uh, right-hand person and all kinds of stuff. So welcome, Jillian. Hello, Dr. Jill, Dr. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm glad that you're here, baby. So, Yay. So today we are going to answer some of those questions that people have been sending in about the holidays. A lot of people are concerned about the holidays with the coronavirus. Exactly. And yeah, they've sent in a lot of questions. So you give me the questions and, and then I will answer them. Yes, ma'am. So let's get right down to it. So Dr. Jill, yes. we have a lot of questions okay. about this holiday season. Mm-hmm. So should we gather? Should we not? We want to know. The people want to know. So Let's jump right into it. Okay. Are we out of the woods with the coronavirus? Are we ready to to gather for the holidays and get together with our families? Can we stop wearing masks? Like where where do we stand? What what's really going on? Well, Jillian, in true Jillian style, you ask me about fifteen questions. <laughs> oh, I know. The main question <laughs> is, are we out of the woods? I know. I just jumped right in there, honey. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. You know I, saw, me. I know. <laughs> The question of are we out of the woods? No, we are not out of the woods. And we are seeing across the globe Mm. an increase in cases. And that, I think, is significant. And not just an increase in cases, but an increase in hospitalizations. Mm. So as a medical person, they uh, give us the data Mm -hmm. almost on a daily basis and definitely on a weekly basis, but usually on a daily basis, of what is going on in our hospitals. And the numbers that we pay attention to is the number of hospitalizations. So the reason that's important is, you know, the number of positives can vary Mm. depending on the availability of testing, whether people want to get tested, all of those kinds of things. But when you start to see the hospitalizations go up, then you know that something is happening in terms of the rate of infection. So first Mm. hospitalizations. The other thing that is of concern is the rate of positivity. Mm. So when the percentage of the people that are being tested 
when a higher percentage of those people become positive, then that is something that you have to pay attention to. So that is an indicator. That's an indicator that things are going in the wrong direction. So Mm -hmm. right now we are going in the wrong direction. And whenever we are going in the wrong direction, that means that there's going to be several weeks where Things are continuing to rise. And if you think about what happened over the summer, Mm -hmm. for instance, Mm -hmm. following every holiday, Hmm. about two weeks later, we saw this spike in cases. Yes. Because this is not a virus that you get exposed to today and you have symptoms today. Yes, ma'am. This is a virus that takes a while for you to to get those symptoms. So it usually will lag a week to 10 days for some people before they really get symptoms. So it'll be a week or so after the holiday before we we see any indication in rising cases. Absolutely. Over the summer we saw we had Memorial Day and then 2 weeks later we had rise. Right. Then right. we had 4th of July right. and then we had rising cases yeah and then shortly after that we had labor day and now we are seeing a rise in cases yeah and this rise in cases has to do a lot with young people returning to say college Mm. and it's not necessarily the class that's the issue Mm -hmm. but when you have young people you've been to college you know you don't have to tell your mama i don't want to i won't tell you but (laughs) but when when young people go to college they get together i mean that's what college is and very social. It's very social. And so they socialize. I mean, the dorms are social. Yes. So I, so I think the point. some of this we're seeing has to do with that. And children returning to school. Children returning aspects. to school in some aspects. Uh, initially, they thought that it was really going to be an issue with children mm-hmm. uh, returning to school. But we are not seeing a lot of positivity from children. There is some, mm-hmm. but it's not the big, huge numbers. Okay. Um, part of that is that children often are asymptomatic. Mm. And so if you just... If they have no symptoms, mm-hmm. then they're not tested, Absolutely. and we don't know unless somebody else gets sick. sick. Got mm-hmm. it. So you've talked a lot in the past on some of your Facebook Lives, which you all can uh, go and look at, as well as her YouTube visit, Ask Dr. Jill. Shameless plug. <laughs> no, but on, on uh, several of your past Facebook Lives, and uh, I think even in some of your previous podcasts, you talked mm-hmm. about socializing in a pod. Yeah. So if you could, what is a pod? A pod, a pod is a, a nuclear group. So in our family, mm-hmm. our pod is composed of those of us who live in the house. Okay. So, you know, me and your dad mm-hmm. and your grandmother and your sister. Yes. And uh, when you were here, you. And then we expanded that pod to include the boyfriends. Mm-hmm. And now you're the husband. The, and those were people who came to you know, we trusted and we interacted with, uh, we have, you know, your aunt who mm-hmm. we would, she's part of our pod. And, and so we, we had a few people who we interacted with. There are people who have pods in their neighborhoods. So for instance, there are families who, you know, live next door to each mm-hmm. other and their children play with each other. Mm. But in having a pod, you have to have this sense of responsibility. Okay. 
So if I trust you to be in my pod, you cannot be out in the world mm. at a party, well, you know, with people or at a bar because mm. now you uh, increase the risk of bringing Corona back to our pod. Mm-hmm. And so there's a sort of trust that's part of the pod. Um, all of that's really important. And so the trust in the pod is important, but it's a small group of people that have committed to each other to do what it is they need to do to stay safe. So my pod, now that I am married, Mm -hmm. consists of our family, you know, our household, but also my husband's family. And so his grandparents are in that pod and we try to stay away from people as best we can but that makes our pod really large yeah and so that's the thing the pod starts to grow that's why you have to have this level of trust Mm -hmm. and commitment that we are not doing anything to harm each other Mm -hmm. the biggest thing with protection in this virus I, I think that kind of as a society we Mm -hmm. only think about ourselves Mm. we are we only think about ourselves and this is a time when we have been called and challenged to think about the other people that are in our lives absolutely so as we prepare for the holidays Thanksgiving you know we like to eat we like to gather traditionally in our in our uh, family we we gather in large numbers you know (laughs) a lot of us of African-American descent gather in really large numbers (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. so as we prepare for Thanksgiving and Christmas what should we do we just talked about being in our pods right but when those pods get larger and then Mm -hmm. our pod members start saying well can I bring my pod member and my pod member right so this year, I I think particularly where we are right now, we've got the new virus, novovirus, meaning, meaning that our immune system has no specificity for mm. this virus. So we have this virus. We are just beginning to understand this virus. Mm -hmm. We do have treatment because, as you notice, the death rates are going down. So doctors are now figuring out how to treat this virus Mm -hmm. without having, you know, so saving more lives. But we still, it's contagious. Mm -hmm. And we still don't have a vaccine. We Mm -hmm. still don't have the drug that is going to knock this out. I think this year, if you want to see your folk next year, Mm -hmm. Mm. it really may be a good idea for you to have very, very, very small pods. Say that again for the people in the back. If you want to see, (laughs) I just want to clarify what she said. If you want to see your people next year, you may not want to gather this This year. year. Yeah. Okay. That's a word. Let's just, let's just rest (laughs) in there for a minute. Let's have a moment. (laughs) Should I take up an offering? Listen. Okay. (laughs) She said, if you want to see the people next year, you can gather this year. Right, 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 right. And And I think that's important to say, particularly if you have folk who are in the high risk category Mm. in your family you know we've all seen those things on the news where somebody has a gathering Mm -hmm. and the grandparents don't survive that's not something that you want to do it's not worth it particularly because we have this technology now Mm -hmm. that you can really 
you know, get online and Zoom with somebody mm-hmm. and really have a good time, Absolutely. you know, doing it. So I think that we need to get more creative ways for interacting with each other this year. And I would even say that if there's a favorite cake or pie mm-hmm. or something of a family member, mm-hmm. you know, so let's say grandma makes uh, sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm. One of the things that could happen is that you send a little sweet potato pie to family members across the country who you are not going to see this year. So y'all could plan to, we'll all get on the Zoom and eat our sweet potato pie. Yes, I love, and I like how you said send, not the recipe. She said send the pie. I know grandma holding on to that recipe. I know we got anus that hold no, on to those recipes. Girl, you know, you got to be careful who you let have that recipe. I know. You don't want just anybody, anybody. in the family to have Antibody it. Antibody. Okay. Have it. I okay. know. She yeah. said send some. So just a little note. You may spend a little on some postage. Yeah. But grandma will make some pies and send them to you. She's not giving you a recipe to tear up on the Zoom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's not giving you a recipe. So you're going to get your pie in the mail and then we'll eat it on the Zoom together. Yeah. Okay, I got it. But I you know, it. just creative ways to <laughs> absolutely to share the holiday that are meaningful, uh, but less risky. Absolutely. So if I do plan on gathering, because some people don't listen, they don't want to mm-hmm. get on the Zoom. Mm-hmm. If we are preparing to gather, what should mm-hmm. we do? Should I have my family tested? Should I? What should mm-hmm. I do? You know, it depends on who the family is mm. and how they're gonna get to you and where they're coming from. So, you know, we had your wedding recently. You know yes. that because you were involved we in it. We wed in the midst of a pandemic. It's, yeah, it y'all was did. beautiful. And w- I tested everybody. Every, y'all, every single person <laughs> that walked in this house, except some of our vendors, which we only had about two of. Right. But as soon as they stepped in, she, can you p- please put on your mask <laughs> over your nose and your mouth? Please, yeah, I sir did. or madam. I did. <laughs> I tested everybody. And the reason I tested everybody is because I knew that even if we started out with masks mm-hmm. as the day progressed we would drop our guard, guard and probably spend more time with each other mm-hmm. without masks than you know we probably should have and so testing was kind of a um, cushion mm-hmm. or it was a layer of protection that I'd like to have. But there, so if you decide that everybody needs to be tested, there also has to be a window mm-hmm. within which they should be tested. The other thing is testing is not 100%, mm. particularly if you're doing the rapid test. Okay. So they vary in their accuracy. Uh, some of them are, you know, in the 90s and anywhere from 70 to 90% accurate. So there is a still, it may be a small, but a small false negative rate. Mm. And that false negative rate is what is of concern. And that's what we've seen on the national stage. Although people were being tested, Mm -hmm. there was probably somebody was in that period where they got a false negative. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had not converted to positivity yet. And so they inadvertently exposed people. So yes, you can require people to test, but it shouldn't be any more than 72 hours prior to the gathering. Okay. So since we're talking about testing, I just Mm -hmm. want to confirm a little bit of information or rather expound upon a little bit of information. (laughs) Okay. 
So I know someone or mm-hmm. some people mm-hmm. who are requiring a testing for mm-hmm. those and it's a rapid test. Mm-hmm. So I've heard a lot of information about rapid test. So mm-hmm. somebody said that if you test negative, you're good. Someone also said if you test positive, then it may not be true. Go back and get another test. No. What What is true? If I could test positive with a rapid the, test. The rapid test, the positivity rate is 100%. So okay. the positive, if you test positive, you're good. Okay. We assume that you have the virus okay. and off you go into quarantine. quarantine. Yes. Um, if you test negative is the question. Mm. So for a lot of people, they are requiring that if you test negative, then you follow that up with the PCR test, which is the test that takes a couple of days to get back. Okay. Okay. So I get tested. Mm-hmm. I'm negative. Yes. All my family gets tested. We're yes. negative. We come. We say we're going to have Thanksgiving with the 10 of us. Mm-hmm. Should we be wearing masks? I think that you should okay. as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And I also think that social distancing is an issue. If you are in a climate where it's warm, then have your dinner outside. Okay. You know, okay. If, if you have that as an option. And there are some people who have, you know, areas of the country where it's warm. Obviously, in areas of the country where it's cold, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. It can't be outside. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's definitely something that you want to consider. Okay. So you mean I'm going to have to go in grandma's living room and eat dinner? Girl, no, I'm just at. I just want some clarity because if I'm ha- if we supposed to sit at the table, but we can't right. social distance at the and table, and that's why it becomes an issue. Okay, it's because dinner, the whole point of the holidays mm-hmm. is that we break bread together. Exactly. And if we are breaking bread together, and you are in one room and I am the other, then we might as well be at the house on Zoom. <laughs> With grandma's pie that she sent us in the mail. Okay. I'm just asking. The people want to know. The people want to know. I get it. I get it. So I should wear a mask if we're going to gather. We should social distance. Yes. If someone is coming to my home, should I check their temperature once they get there? You can check temperatures, but (laughs) the truth is that temperatures checks only catch about 30% of folks. Okay, so that's so if it's if it's ten, of <laughs> that us, means it's seventy. That means it's seventy <laughs> seven of us that it don't need yeah, work so on. Okay, you catch then. some people, but mm-hmm. it, I mean it really it's it's doing something, mm-hmm. but you know, okay, the what, jury is still out, out on that as to whether or not it is worth <laughs> the effort. But it's it's something, and what it does do it is it it brings it to the fore Mm. that there is something different about this. So it does keep it at the front of your mind that we we're in a pandemic. And I should be doing temperatures with that, uh, the the outside to I don't need to be sticking thermometers in people's no, mouths no, no, or no, underarms. No, no, no. You need to do some surface. You need to surface, do one of the okay. surface thermometers. Okay, good, because I don't want to roll up on your house. <laughs> you <laughs> talking about open up. Now <laughs> no, wait ma'am. now wait a minute. No ma'am, no ma'am. No ma'am, no sir. What about the oximeter, the pulse oximeter? Pulse oximeter. I have talked about that a lot. And the pulse oximeter is just this little device that actually measures the level of your oxygen in your blood. 
And the reason that has even become an issue, mm-hmm. because in coronavirus, there is something called insidious hypoxia. Let me tell you what that means. Yes, please. That means when the virus has affected the lungs mm. and, and it, you are not oxygenating well, for some people, they will have these low oxygen levels. Mm. When they get really low, you know, people get in respiratory distress. Mm-hmm. And so that takes them to the hospital. But a lot of people won't have the sensation of shortness of breath. Mm -hmm. They can monitor their O2 sets and before the shortness of breath or the respiratory distress occurs, they will know that something is wrong and they need to seek medical care as opposed to being at home, you know, Mm self-isolating and self-treating. And so I have recommended that for people in the event that you get coronavirus, then mm. you have some way to monitor. But um, I, I probably, we test in the office, of course, but we're mm-hmm. in a different environment. Right. But just everybody testing your pulse oximeter and all that, you, mm-hmm. y'all might as well stay at the house. Okay. Well, if you have all of that going on. I understand. But mm-hmm. sometimes people, like you said, they don't know that they're short of breath. I remember when I was... Ba- a baby well not a baby but I was how old was I three or four years old yeah when you and had a really bad asthma attack. really bad asthma mm-hmm. and that developed and turned into pneumonia y'all yeah. the lord is good okay but that's a digression anywho yeah, this is not about you <laughs> this is not about this is not about me this is about staying safe during the holidays and yeah, corona. I know, Ooh, I but I just ah okay mm. mama just hold okay I'm sorry okay. anyway <laughs> No, but I recall one of the symptoms where my fingertips started to turn Turn blue, blue. and I didn't even know that I couldn't breathe. Right, because it had happened so slowly, Mm. and that's why they say insidious hypoxia, Mm -hmm. because those people, their, their lung capacity and their oxygenation is changing so gradually Mm -hmm. that they don't notice until they are in respiratory distress. Okay, so, so, so far... Just if you're going to gather, yes, you maybe want to get a test yes. 72 hours before, so that's only three days, right. not two weeks before, yeah, and saying not we're the good. one that you did in August. Okay, so mm-hmm. so a couple of days before, mm-hmm. we also want to go ahead and keep wearing masks, you do, even while we are together, because you could be one of those people who has it and who's asymptomatic. Okay, yeah. and you just. We cannot be too careful. Wash your hands. Mm -hmm. Wear a mask. Social distance. This really is not hard stuff. Put a piece of fabric with some elastic around your ears. Okay. It just, you know, is it worth? The risk. And when you say a piece of fabric around, that, so that's not that clear shield. That's not a mask. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. So you've seen people who, you know, are trying, they just have the plastic mm-hmm. that is actually an eye shield. Mm. That is not a face shield. It's an eye shield. So it does not protect your mouth and nose. Mm-hmm. Now, they have said little children can use them because okay. they think that little kid, you know, they look like go, superheroes and they're not going to keep their mask on. So right. that gives them some protection, but to really fully be protected as fully as possible, you need to have on a mask and your shield if you want a shield. So both of them. So I can't be cute at Thanksgiving. You can be cute, but you're going to have to be cute just from the 
eyes up. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, all right. Well, we have that. So, in other words, as you said in the beginning, if you want to see your people next year. Yeah. You want to protect yourself. Don't this gather. Year. So, yeah. if I'm going to be cute, we need to do it on the Zoom. Yeah. Okay. Now you can be cute on the Zoom. And listen, as cute as you want to be. Okay. Yes. Well, thank you. I think that you have answered so many questions, and we certainly do appreciate it. So, we, we, if we're going to gather, we need to be tested three days in advance. Uh-huh. We should wear our mask yes. and social distance while we're at dinner or just for all safety purposes. Just, just do, something, do different. something different. And so I thank you for joining me on oh, this Ask Dr. Jill podcast. Yes, yes, and I yes. just want to tell everybody to have happy holidays mm-hmm. and do not grow weary of this you mm-hmm. know they keep talking about people are having corona fatigue mm-hmm. so they're not listening anymore mm-hmm. listen listen right. take heed um because we'll get through this mm-hmm. we always do get through things mm-hmm. and so stand on your faith but also stand on your good sense yeah you know when I was in college and everybody I want you to do this take your right hand and touch your left arm uh-huh. and uh-huh. take your left arm your left, left hand, hand and touch your right arm uh-huh. and squeeze really tight and, and give yourself a yourself. hug I know yeah, Nana used to send me that when I was in college. She would always tell me to give, give myself, myself a, a hug. hug. Yeah. yeah, so for those who aren't gathering, you know, and don't have a pod, here's an idea. Get some of your Facebook friends who don't have a pod, and y'all set up a Zoom and yeah. Zoom together. Yeah, and maybe absolutely. you can send them one of your grandma's pies. <laughs> if you have the rest, if you've been blessed with great grandma's recipe for the pie, send it to your send Facebook to friends. You. Yes. And as always, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> for joining us on this Ask Dr. Jill podcast. And we wish you love and blessings and a happy, happy holiday season. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for care by a doctor or other qualified health professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help on your journey to wellness, seek assistance from a qualified medical professional. It is important that you have someone in your corner that is qualified, trained, licensed health practitioner, helping you make the health changes you desire as you venture toward the healthiest you possible.